We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. where I try to figure out how I'm still single, even though I'll let you fist me and use me as a puppet. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll even talk. I'll be like, my guest today, you know him, you love him. He wrote for At Midnight. Uh, He has a improv group called White Women. Uh, that performs at UCB monthly. They're very funny. Also, you were on the UCB show. Yeah. And you're perfect. Iffy. No. Yeah, you keep trying to say no. that in. Wadiway. Wadi. Wadiway. 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 Jesus Christ. I truly asked Iffy before we started <laughs> how to say it. And then I got real excited. <laughs> And immediately forgot it. Ify, thank you so much for being here. Ooh, thanks for having me. I've been wanting to be on this cast for a long time. Oh. I love talking relationships. I love talking sex. You know what's next. Uh, what is next? Relationships, uh, sex, marriage, and a baby. <laughs> yep, that you did know, happen. You have a baby. Yeah, small. You have a baby that I still have not met, even I though. I know. I was thinking about bringing her, but they were gone oh, when I got back from the gym. Oh, that would have been so much fun. Yeah. But this baby's no longer a baby. This baby's yeah, she's a toddler. Two? Yeah, two. And... I missed the I missed the the sweet part for me. Yeah, yeah. I love a baby, a cherub, a fat little dummy that only cries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, smiles. I get it because I've picked up other babies now, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this was the moment. Now she's turned into a little woman slash and demon with like opinions. Oh yeah. When I was nannying, I remember I had the kid from like he was like seven days old to about two. I remember the day he was like. Cole, I don't like Sketty. And I was like, since when? You eat Sketty all day, every day, you dumpster idiot. (laughs) Where are you getting this opinion from? So is being a dad, is it hard? Uh, A little bit. I mean, I I, look, I feel like when you're a comic dad, you have a whole different Mm -hmm. dad experience because you're like, hey, all right, babe. I'm out for the night because <laughs> I got to work. Mm-hmm. And and especially when you also do like something in the day, you're like, all right, I'm gone in the day because I got to work. So what See you're you saying is you're a deadbeat dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. I try and I'm like, you know, kidding. spice it up a bit, you know, but yeah, no, 100 percent. No, I'm kidding. It is hard, Um, I would think, for a balance. Oh, yeah. Just because it's like as a comedic actor. You work during the day if you book work. Yeah. And then you're doing shows at night. Oh, yeah. So has your kid gone to any of your shows now? Right? No, not yet. Uh, not yet. She actually one show. I did a show at Meltdown. And uh, for Rest some reason. Peace, Meltdown. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, Aurora had to meet me there and had Naomi with mm-hmm. her. And so she was in the back sleeping during the show. Oh, yeah. that's cute. 
cute. So that's the, so she has been to one show. I recently did a show at Missouri State University. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I caught you in transit. That was real you fun. Did? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, so over the weekend I did like four college shows and waiting in the TSA pre-check line, I looked up and I was like, oh, that's iffy. So then I did my classic squat look up and went, iffy! <laughs> and scared a bunch of white people yeah, on that line. Yeah, they did not know what was going they on. They were like, is it a t- an attack? What is <laughs> happening? Um, also, TSA, also, they love to go, so where are you headed? And my response is always, what's on the boarding pass? I don't <laughs> fucking know. I'm going to five different places this week. I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, we ran into each other. I had a good show in uh, at Frostburg University. Yeah. Loved them. They were great. Then I went to Missouri State University. Oh, wow. There was a baby in the crowd Ooh. crying. Oh, yeah. Moaning. Okay. Doing baby things. So that was a super mom who's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to college. It was, I'm going to be a well, mom. It was parents and, weekend. Oh. And I asked before I got on stage, I said, you want me to keep this cleaner? The girl said, no. Be you. That's why we booked you. You better believe. Everyone was very angry with me. Oh, that's hilarious. There was a phone call to my agent. Oh, I've see, I've heard so many phone call to agent mm-hmm. stories. It's like, but I asked. I tried to. I, well, I, I should have known. I should have said, you know what, Nicole? Let's use deductive reasoning. There's a baby <laughs> in the crowd. People are with their parents. They don't want to hear about your pussy. But guess what? Those Republicans needed to hear about a black person. No, I'm yeah. I don't know if they're Republicans. Uh, I have no idea. You, you had, that's a good, it's a good chance. Missouri. And to Mizzou. be fair, some people did enjoy the show. <laughs> there was one woman in the front row. I meant to thank her. She was a round, fat little white lady. I loved her. She was tee hee hee and a knee slapping. Oh, so, yeah. lady. If you recognize yourself and you listen to this, thank you. You, you need that per- you need that person in your show who's mm-hmm. really fucking with you. I did a historical roast in the belly room, okay. and there was this like dude in the front, like the second row to the like right of the stage, mm-hmm. who just would be like, "That's funny," and which is great because I normally like when it's an old black man, mm-hmm. but this was like a young Asian dude. I'm like, mm-hmm. "All right, we're passing the torch <laughs> here. We're getting progressive," and he would just be like. Mm. Like there was a, I did a joke that like did one of those things where like it took people a while uh-huh. to get it, and he goes, "Oh, good joke." That's <laughs> very funny, but then also grades on my nerves a little yeah. bit because I said grades, greats on my nerves because great. I'm so glad you're having fun, but do you have to audibly say good joke? <laughs> and also, if you're gonna audibly say good joke, you have to go mediocre joke, bad yeah. joke. I hated it. Nah, I feel okay about it. But also, don't talk during a comedy show. Yeah, Just don't fucking do it. If you're going to do it, at least have a clipboard. So I'm like, okay, ah, well, he's evaluating the whole situation. That would be so funny. I would love to be like, all right, let's see your notes. <laughs> My favorite is after shows, a lot of older white men like to come up to me and say, wow, you're funny. Uh, some of the stuff I didn't relate to, but... I think you should keep doing it. And I'm like, oh, gee golly. Thanks, George. Yeah. I guess I will. I guess I'll keep doing comedy because you tell me to. I love that they came to a show that you were flown out for that to think she might give up if I don't. Yeah, if I don't, I don't tell her right tell- here, right now, she might go home and sleep for the rest of her life and never do comedy again. <laughs> oh, boy. Traveling is awful. I for whatever reason, was like, I'm not drinking this weekend. Oh, wow. So I didn't drink the whole weekend, and I was like, I don't know how there's sober people in the Midwest. This is bad here. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I also was trying to swipe on Tinder, and everybody in the Midwest seemed bad. Yeah. I got a message from a man who currently is like, I don't know, 2,000 miles away from me. (laughs) He said, dominatrix, question mark. That's it. I have goofy pictures. Yeah. I would be the worst dominatrix. Like, I'm going to step on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That might be a kink. They're like, yeah, laugh. Laugh while you step on it. <laughs> Please. 
then I could be a dominatrix if someone was like, I want you to humiliate, 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 humiliate. I want you to make fun of me and giggle. Yeah. Then I could do it. But otherwise, I don't think I could. Oh, man. That, yeah, no, that seems like a rough grind. See, for me, it was the opposite. When I went to D.C., I was like, okay, I'm going to pause on the keto and do mm-hmm. drink. Oh. And your boy got too tore up uh, with some mimosas. Uh, <laughs> you, look, your boy... I love pumpkin spice lattes. Uh-huh. I love mimosas. And I if I find say, the right Ugg boot, it's going on the feet. You, I call your crew the wine, drink, and sensitive <laughs> black men of L.A. <laughs> yeah, I when I go out with these boys, we always meet <laughs> at this wine bar. Oh, Covell, yeah. Yes, don't tell them. Uh- <laughs> it's fine. We'll meet at Covell and... <laughs> Well, I'll be drinking a rosé or a nice white or a full-bodied red and getting our feelings. It is, honestly, it's my, it's one of my most favorite things because I feel like black men don't get to be in their feelings. Oh, yeah. And they don't get to sit and have wine and, you know, giggle with their boys. Like, I love it. It makes me so happy. Yeah, we're a team full of drakes. Like, everyone... It's it's about five drakes, and uh-huh. for me, I'm I'm an ice cube, but like, are we there yet, ice uh-huh, cube? Like, I uh-huh. used to be hard because you used to be hard. Personally, but you got soft. I yeah, Covell is in my gym. Like, I like to go places where we drink a lot, and I can grind my genitals against mm-hmm. the butt of a woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know, consensually, I'm not gonna be that weird. But Even you though, have like, a wife. Yeah. So are now you married? 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 You're full ass married. Yeah. Well, what's the other married? Um, like a half-assed, where yeah. you're in a domestic partnership. Where you're oh, like, oh you've yeah, just yeah, been yeah. No, we're married, married. Someone. You know, we'll see. We'll see how progressive we get if, if it ends in a open relationship. Well, you already have a progressive living situation. Yeah, I know. You have a baby, a wife, and a roommate. <laughs> I know. That's actually how I grew up too. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. When because my dad, he would let um. Like he would bring people from Nigeria and they would mm-hmm. like room in our house. So I was I was used to like growing up in a house with like two random ass <laughs> niggas just I kicking it. Love it. Yeah. So uh Was it weird though? Uh no, it wasn't. It just was like, all right, this is the family. It was like full Good. house. Okay. I like that. I yeah, I guess full house is yeah. just like three weird adult men and a bunch of girls. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Wait, how what is the demo? Okay, so there's Danny Tanner and his three girls. Yeah, and then Uncle Jesse is whose uncle? Yeah, I I feel like it's just that thing that black people do where like you you, you either say Mister, Mrs, or call them Uncle or mm-hmm. Auntie. I had a lot of aunties who were yeah. not my aunties yeah. growing up. Um, I also had this message on Tinder. He said. I can't believe I matched with you. I love your show. Are you as fun off screen as you are on camera? And I like I, that he like fanned out, but also tried to turn it into like a fuck situation where it's like, are you as fun? Yeah. It's, but It's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> but here's the thing about it. So I didn't answer. Yeah. Hoping that he would be like, hey, I hope that wasn't off putting. I would like to like meet up. I don't know. Yeah. Like just like a follow up. And then he never followed it up with anything. And I've said on the podcast before that I don't love when people mention my work to me at yeah. first because then I don't know what you're looking it, for. Yeah. It does seem kind of you know? all over the place. Yeah. So I prefer a dude to not mention it to if you've heard of me to act like you've never heard of me. <laughs> And then when we meet up, maybe like an hour into the conversation or like 45 <laughs> just, minutes just in, you just like mention it casually. And then we go, okay, well, we talked for 40 minutes and it was like, good. Yeah, let's pull back the V. Now you can be like, I do know who you are. Yeah. And we can keep talking. We don't have to keep talking about it. Uh, that um, that reminded me of, speaking of Meltdown, rest in peace. I used to play D and D with uh, Cole and Dylan Sprouse at at. Uh, Did you? Yeah, they were they were they would do uh, Dungeons and Dragons Man. there, and their big rule was like, "Don't talk about Zach and Cody. You come, uh, no looky lose. Only come to play." He literally tweeted that out. He was like, "D and D at Meltdown at six. No looky lose." Uh, I, I well, it just I think it's a little uncomfortable because people will either. 
people like to say, I like your work, and then you say thank you, and then they want to ask you questions about it. Yeah. Or they go, I like this one thing you did, but I really didn't like this. And oh, then you're like, yeah. well, I hate that. Okay. Like cool. I would call it a compliment sa- sandwich, but it's more of a compliment pizza because they yes. just rest the complaint on top of the yes. compliment and leave I've it. I've gotten so many complaints where I'm I was, like, I don't know what you want me yeah, to say I, to this. I've, I've really gotten in a crotchety level with that because we'll get like, you know, with my podcast, Nerdificent, shout out. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, listen, listen. You will get like messages where it's like, hey, man, you normally love this show. That's what I like. It's normally, normally just big, this big is fan. good for me. And then but... it's been like the, I don't like this aspect of it. Like I just got a, a message this weekend where somebody literally described another podcast to me mm. and why they like it and why we should be like it. And I was like, you know, you're trying to tell me how to do our <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think I've made it very clear that my only response to that is fuck you. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. But honestly, Cole and Dylan Sprouse are so sexy. I would fuck them so hard that their ancestors would start crying. Like Ooh. I love them. They are so hot. I would do a threesome with them and it would be fun because I'd be like, I don't know which one's which. Yeah. Uh, I got a a review on iTunes where someone didn't like my podcast. They said, one star, only for the self-deceived. So disappointing. Sadly, this podcast promotes ideas that aren't based in reality. (laughs) Hates men. And support some counterproductive mental health concepts. It's wow. like therapy that will never get anyone where they need to be. And that was from El Mub. I love things like that. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I also love to go click their name and see their other reviews. Because oh, I'm like, this, I this is a person that. with time. <laughs> oh, so much time. Oh, way too much time. So much time. Oh, yeah. I try to not make time to hate on people and spend time on them. For a minute, I was like, I will make time to hate some. Oh, yeah. But then I really got to a point where I was like, for what? What are you doing? Like, get, like worry about your own coin, secure that bag, Ooh, and don't yeah. worry about nobody else. But this person, I don't hate men. I just need to clear that <laughs> one up. Let's clear the air. I think I say on almost every episode, I love to gobble dicks, <laughs> and I'll reiterate it. You put a dick in my mouth, I'll suck it. <laughs> you give me a little booty hole, I'll finger it. I love men. I love attention from men. I love men. Um, also, I talk about how I go to therapy. So I don't know what I... I'm sorry that you hate this podcast so much. Also... You'll probably never hear this. So if anyone out there knows El Mub, <laughs> please let him know. I love men, and I'm all about therapy and talking to like actual mental health professionals. Well, you know, we'll see uh, their, his takes on Adele Givens. Probably the same. Uh, Ugh, the same. I love Adele Givens. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I was, we... At, like, Carl was just sitting in the house watching, like, all... Like, first watched the like set that the sound bite comes from mm-hmm. and then ju- just like let it run Adele Givens uh, jokes. I was if like, man, you don't know Adele Givens. She is one of the original Queens of comedy. She is one of the funniest motherfuckers you will ever see in video or in person. I want her to have all of the success. She's been around since the eighties. She used to do um, comedy Def Jam. She's got this one set that literally leaves the audience they get out of their seats and run around because oh the joke gosh. is that funny. And honestly, I don't want to ruin it or spoil it. Like just, I think she's wearing a black outfit and the set is, I'm such a fucking lady, which is uh, yeah. a punchline to a couple of the jokes. Yeah. Or and not a punchline, but it just, it's like a through line to the set and it's a perfect set and it's so funny. Adele Givens, Nicole Byer loves you so much. <laughs> yeah, and that's the same set that the soundbite comes from. Oh, for yes, I love yes, it. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. The soundbite from Kanye West and Lil Pump song. I love it. I love it, which was featured on SNL where they dressed up as a yeah, Fiji bottle and sparkling that. water. My friend Kanye's lost his mind. Yeah, you know, uh, it's been hard for me. I'm a Kanye stan, you uh, know. And every is... time somebody wants to talk, she's like, sorry, everyone can't be a Beyonce stan, okay? Everyone can't be. Yeah. You know? 
Some of us has has to have faves that are problematic, but you know what? Uh-huh. It could be worse. I could be an R. Think Kelly stand. I mean, come or a on Chris now. Brown stand. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Kanye, though, we all have to remember Kanye has so much money. Yeah. That he like when you get money like that, you were a Republican. You yeah. have to be. Well, you also, keep it's like money? I find that um, when you have a certain amount of money, you just aren't as in tune with shit as people are. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I used to be around another rich person uh, who won't be named, but had, <laughs> you know. So a secret Nigerian billionaire was no, your No, no, this person friend. was white. And so your secret white billionaire friend, Bill Gates. It's not very secret if you look Bill. at my credits. <laughs> um, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. I know who you talking about. Okay. But I remember for his birthday, he was like, oh, I wanted to do a nice thing so i said instead of giving me gifts uh donate to the salvation army and then there he's like eh, and because we're at the rehearsal and he's like guys um is salvation army bad <laughs> and we're like yeah no they're very <laughs> yeah, bad they're they're, they're bad. and then so he told us like that thing where he's like he was just trying to do this nice thing uh-huh. um and it was so funny because it was like, oh, yeah, no, we, me and you live in different worlds because, uh-huh. like, I'm boots on the ground, mad about everything. And you're mm-hmm. like, mm, life's tight. <laughs> life's great. Let's and, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that just that just kind of was a like a show to me. It was like, oh, yeah, you 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 are too busy securing bags to mm-hmm. be paying attention to everything everyone's mad about on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where I want to be. Like, I want to be I want to be. Where it like was like, damn, if he has lost touch, like he used to be on here fucking talking about now he's fucking dapping Elon Musk as they piss I, on pores. That was wild. If you don't know, Kanye West went to a small liberal arts college, stood on a desk and told them to leave Elon Musk alone, which I don't think any of them were bothering him. Yeah. It was tight because like well, here's here's when being poor is that because I like canceled my Model Three reservation mm-hmm. uh, because I was like, look, I can't support this. But also, it's like I don't need another bill. <laughs> I mean, let's get real. Them cars are very expensive. I don't yeah. like them because they're a computer and they. Uh, what's to stop somebody from driving them all off a cliff? Well, yeah, someone's definitely gonna hack a Tesla eventually right? and kill oh, yeah. everybody. Okay, we need to take a break. <laughs> Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back! What a fun break! And we're back! So, you've been married for how long? It's going to be three years in a few months. And how long have you been with your wife? It'll be five years. It's five years now. Damn, yeah. that's a good long time. Where'd you guys meet? Uh, UCB. She, she, oh. she Her first day in LA, she was uh, taking a sketch class, and I was in the she sketch class. She moved to LA to, and then immediately took a class? Yeah, because she was uh, from San Francisco, oh, and okay. she was like, I want to start LA off on a good foot. I'm going to drive down to LA on my first day and mm-hmm. take the class. And she did start off on a good dick. Uh, which is there mine. You go. You're saying that, there yeah. you go. Wait, I was going to say good foot, and then I thought so, of that no, pun. No, no, it's, it's great. I loved it. I'm here for it because I love men and I have dicks. <laughs> or some people who identify as men have dicks. Yeah. It is not exhausting, but it's hard to remember to not be exclusive and to be inclusive of all people. Yeah. <sighs> We got to okay. be out there. It is. It's hard. It's hard for me to remember, but I'm trying. I'm trying to be an ally. <laughs> trying. Um, iffy. So were you in the sketch class? Yeah. So it was my first day, too. Your first day in L.A. as well? No, no, no. My first day oh. in the class. I was born and raised out here. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm an L.A. baby. Where so, in L.A. did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Compton. And then from Compton, yeah, I moved to yeah, yeah. Downey. Uh, eighth grade, which is okay. a uh, sh- well, I moved to Downey technically in tenth grade. I started going to school in Downey in eighth grade. Okay, but it, uh, basically, this whole thing happened where uh, my stepmom got mad at my sister, went upside her head, and then my sister wanted to be uh, dramatic uh, and went to school and and cried and was like, "My mom, she hit me." <laughs> and so then they came oh, to no. the house that we said that we lived at. And- CPS. Yeah, uh, not CPA? CPS, the school. Is, they, no, CPA is a uh, yeah, account. yeah. No, you're right. C- CPS, <laughs> Child Protective Services. So they came to our house. They're like, "Oh, y'all don't live there." So then the school was like, "We don't care about that shit anymore." <gasps> oh no, w- y'all supposed to be living out here. So then we had to move to Downey. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. 
Were you, you're muscular now. For yeah. my listeners, you can't see Iffy, but <laughs> Iffy got a body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. And when he hugged me, I said, ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but did you, have you, when I met you, you were muscular, but you weren't as like cut. Yeah. So have you always been like a muscly person? Uh, I got into my muscliness around uh <laughs> i totally remember this because you know when you have those light bulb moments in life where mm -hmm. you're like oh i like this i'm gonna do this forever mm -hmm. uh i started lifting weights uh in high school senior year like okay. a, uh, like junior senior year because i was in track and ah yeah because quick backstory i was never able to do football mm -hmm. because my dad when he came out here from nigeria his first roommate was a guy who went to college uh, for football, uh -huh. got injured and lost his scholarship, and he was so afraid ah. that that would happen to me. He was he so afraid that I'd be about CTE. No, I guess he didn't know about it then. Not yet, but now no. he's like, I was right. I and was I'm, right, and it's I have not to be great. like, you were. <laughs> uh, so he. Uh, so did you run or were you in the field? Oh, part? I was I was field. I was I was always shot like put? yeah, shot. And I discus. did shot. Yeah, put. yeah, baby. My so, coach was like, you could go all the way. Mm -hmm. You could be number one in the state. And I said, I'm so sorry. I have to go to drama practice. Oh, I have the exact same situation. So from like I think I want to say tenth grade till senior year I was doing track and I was like mm -hmm. crushing and my coach was like yeah and then I found comedy sports high school mm. league which if you're aware of comedy sports it's a competitive family friendly Short improv form. group it's if probably you, curse, you have to wear a yeah. hat and they yeah. sing at you mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, and they had a me. high school oh yeah no it's like it was funny because like when, when I was in it I loved it and then when I mm. found long form I was like nah this is where the cool kids are at this is where art flows and improv yeah so we did uh so we did comedy I uh, did comedy sports and then it ran the same time as track so I had to choose mm -hmm. I obviously chose comedy sports because it was the first time I was like uh -huh. because all my life I've wanted to act but my dad's from Nigeria my mom's from Louisiana they they didn't they never once was like take a drama class they were just like mm -hmm. okay <laughs> I was like what and so um. And someone actually, so I've said this story on a few podcasts, and I'm gonna say it again okay. because someone actually sent me a picture of this. So, since I grew up in LA, uh -huh. some summers they would air this uh, commercial that was like, "Join um, if you uh, call this number, and we'll make you a model or an actor. Call this number." Mm -hmm. And all summer I would see it, and I would want to call, but I didn't. And then the school year started, and I regretted not calling it. So mm -hmm. at the end of this next school year, I'm like. This is the year I call the number and okay. I become a big actor. This is the year. And I told myself I was gassing myself up all uh -huh. year. So at the end of the year, I instead of like signing yearbooks, just normally, I gave everyone autographs and were like, you are my favorite person. This is going to be worth something because I was so sure that I was going to like <laughs> skyrocket into <laughs> famousness that summer. Let me say something. If you are thinking about becoming an actor or a comedian you have to have some sort of delusion. <laughs> and Iffy, that delusion is right on track. I love that you signed people's yearbooks oh, yeah. being like, this will be worth money oh, someday. Yeah. Oh yeah. I That's so funny. So so like I'm signing all the yearbooks gassed up. Of course that summer, that commercial played not once. <laughs> so I dragged my bum ass back to school. But someone recently from my high school mm -hmm. tagged me on Facebook on their signed yearbook. And uh. I pointed to the signature and said, this will be worth money someday. Two things wrong with that. One, autographs aren't worth money anymore. No. That is such a Nobody 90s thing. Anymore. No one gives a shit about oh, autographs. I love it. Uh, and two, uh, yeah, still on the spectrum of autographs, that just isn't going to be worth money. <laughs> Did you have relationships in high school? I had... Uh, two significant ones there was the one where i almost lost my virginity but then i forgot condoms being responsible sucks that's great being responsible i just went sucks. to the gynecologist today because my pussy's sick oh no and, <laughs> but like not bad sick okay sick and it'll clear up by wednesday <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, he was, was definitely 
projecting on Yeah, me. I was like, I wanted to be like, sir, what weird things have you done to a yeah. woman? What are you like shitting in their pussy? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I, I feel like there are so much weird things that the media sells to us. Like the thing I never got that was mm-hmm. just so strongly pushed by media is like smelling panties. Like I never nah. got how like, <laughs> like, and like, you know what? I will admit, when I, if you like in my early 20s, I was like, let me try this and see what the hype's about. And okay. I was like, this does nothing for me. <laughs> what was the, what, who, who was that? Like, I need to smell panties. I'll tell you, it was some adult male writer who was like, this isn't weird. Everyone does this. <laughs> uh, of course I fucking smell panties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never smelt anyone's underwear. Yeah. That... Because it like cradles their, yeah. Dick or, like I don't know. I'll suck a dick. I'm not gonna smell your dick. Oh, I'm gonna smell your dick. <laughs> well, you see, that's here's here's a quick question I have for you. Yes. Uh, so do you uh are you like anal about like your toothbrush touching like your partner's toothbrush? I've never lived with a partner. Ah. I've never had my toothbrush next to a partner's toothbrush, but I know in my heart of hearts. Your toothbrush absolutely will not touch my toothbrush. I see that's that my wife does that, and I don't get it. I was like, you kiss me after I eat your ass. You, we do much grosser stuff. What's the I grossest don't... stuff you guys do? Oh man, uh, I don't know. I I think yeah, I think eating ass is the top, which isn't like super it's gross. Not gross. I'm, I'm a I'm, huge I've been pro... supporter of oh, eating man. ass. I've been pro. Spread eating... those cheeks and get your mouth on that puckered little hole. <laughs> Like here's the thing is like I am I've been on eating ass since I've started mm-hmm. eating pussy. Like okay. I I feel like but you what can't have you eat been a doing? Butt and then eat the puss. I mean, yeah, you start off there, you go back. But then you can't go back to the puss. I, I guess so. You shouldn't. I yeah. Is you that what your gynecologist told you? Well, no, I was googling stuff. <laughs> I was googling because my pussy's sick right now. Yeah. So I was like, "Is that something that yeah, it like, definitely is. that makes your pussy sick?" It does. Yeah, yeah. So if you eat the butt, you gotta like rinse your mouth out <gasps> before you go back to the pussy. Yeah. But I can't imagine a least like a less sexy thing. Oh yeah. That a man eating your butt and then going, "Let me go get some mouthwash." So yeah. I can just hit that pussy back. Yeah. Just give me a second. Now and you got this minty flavor. Like yeah. Burn. You're like ah. So I think um, ass eating has to be the thrilling conclusion to the episode of sex that is happening. Well, it, yeah, it's been crazy. Like, I don't know what these porn stars are doing because they used to because that that's why you would never see people go from anal to vaginal mm-hmm. because that was so strict. But now it's the wild, wild You're west. Right. I have yeah. seen women get their assholes blown out and then their <laughs> fucking pussy slammed like yeah. almost immediately. So and I'm, I'm like, like, there must be a new thing out in these streets well, that I'm they, like, they girl, need your to pussy share. might be on fire tomorrow. <laughs> I read an article, an article. It was like this online thing about, it was like the grossest thing that's happened in porn. And this girl was like, so I was like having sex and I was on my period the week before and I like took off my underwear and there was a smell and I was like really self-conscious about it and I didn't know what to do and then we were having sex and then it was painful then I had to go to the hospital and you better believe there was a sponge in this bitch's pussy for a week oh. her pussy stank oh, she was no. still fucking for money oh, and no. then went to the doctor and the doctor pulled a fucking sponge out this bitch's cavity I was shocked, floored, gagged, and upset. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's so wild. You would think that'd be the first thing you'd want to snatch out after you're just so, so like, let me job deal with that sponge. If my fucking and my fuckhole smelled bad, <laughs> I would make sure that like it got taken care of. Yeah. These bitches be walking around doing the wildest things. Oh, yeah. But also, I've been pretty wild. My pussy's also sick because I've been working out and just falling asleep in my gym clothes, which is disgusting. I was like, I dare you to get sick, pussy. And my pussy was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Immediately. Um, So you said you almost lost your virginity to a woman, but you forgot the key. I'm dumb. Yeah. So how long did you date that person? Uh, We dated, oh, man. I think it was like. A month or so. I mean, it was a high school relationship. Okay. I don't know. I never had a relationship in high school. I was pimply, fat. My jeans were always too tight. (laughs) And I was one of five black kids. Oh, man. See, that's that math right there. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're in a... when When you are... Oh, man. 
because because my school was typically I don't want to say predominantly white because mm-hmm. I think it was predominantly Latino, but mm-hmm. there were a lot of white kids, and obviously, you know, we as black people have been conditioned to be attracted to white people. Yeah, uh, it and is when you, wild. When, yeah, when when you do are in a school like that, you do hear weird things, like definitely like hearing way too many times, like I don't date black people, and there's mm-hmm. like a, a a prominent Aurora has begged me not to blast the person, but I won't. But there is a prominent uh, feminist comedian who told my wife that because she was like talking about guys and uh she was like well if he's on a team with like five other handsome black dudes Mm -hmm. and she's like i don't date black men and i was and i was like see you can never trust these white women you can never trust them so after you dated that girl for a month who did you date uh so then i didn't necessarily date this person your relationships okay uh there was this uh high school girl who uh I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is was Glennis. Uh, How old were you? I was eighteen. Oh, I, I was like seventeen or eighteen at this point mm-hmm. because the reason, the whole reason, I was like, I gotta lose my virginity because American Pie was the big thing, and so yes! that was the. I was like, I can't graduate without losing my virginity. I just watched that movie and I was like, what a problematic movie! Oh, hundred percent. It's the whole reason I forced Ugh. myself to lose my virginity because this movie set the standard that you're a real dweeb if you don't get pussy before you graduate. American Pie is a story of 30 year old men who are still in high school trying to lose their virginity before they go to college Yeah, and then they record a woman without her consent naked. And they blast it to the whole school and a child watches it. And Stifler lets his child brother watch it that movie is so fucked up not to mention that stifler's mom bangs a teenager bangs a teenager yeah but i will say this there is a scene where there's a secret book about eating pussy and that is problematic because why is it a secret Why doesn't everyone get that book? Well, also, remember, it's thick. And yeah. I'm like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> but remember, it used to be, that used to be the big thing in rap where it's like, I don't eat pussy. A lot of black men still maintain that I, they I, don't I, eat pussy. That, that's one of my favorite things to do was like shitting on men where it's like, oh, you're bad at sex <laughs> that's your that's your whole angle it's like no nah, because i fuck so i promise you uh, you'll yeah. never fuck good no. enough to not have to eat pussy no also it's like i will redact the name okay. of this member of white women okay who was saying like you know he was having troubles uh-huh. with um with the with, with sex troubles with the person he was dating mm-hmm. he was like you know i feel like you know i i climax too fast and, you know, okay. she's never happy. And I was like, have you tried eating her out before you have sex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, if you if she comes, it doesn't matter how yes. last. Yes. A life pro tip to any dudes listening who's like, fuck, man, I feel like just make them come first. And I promise you, yes. they will not care however long you last. They'll be like, I'm good. I'm good. That's, Whatever. That's I came my, at least once. That's my tip, you know? Yes. Also, tell your friend. To ask the woman what she wants. Dudes are so afraid of that. They're so afraid it of communication. And it's so hot when someone goes, do you like this? And you're like, yes, and <laughs> we can do this. Yeah. Sex is an improv scene. Oh, yeah, 100%. So your location is a bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the bed. Are we going to scene paint right now? It's like, okay. You're in the bed. There's two people there. Um, the lights are dim, but they are on because you need them on. Yeah. Because you need to see what's happening. And you, people who have sex in the dark, you can't do it. You yeah. have to. To see your body because it's your body and they're yeah. there for that. You have to see their body because you're there and you're there for that. Also, you got to make sure there are no bumps and lumps and, you know, Gunks. creepy crawlers. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. You know, imagine the lights are off and then you turn them on and there's little crabs on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, also, I think another thing dudes are afraid of that need they need to stop being afraid of is like using toys in the sex. Like they feel to- like yes. it's like. Dude, you're not John Henry. Like you don't have to compete against Who's John Henry. Uh, the dude with the lumberjack man, the the black dude who went against the railroad machine. Hmm. Let me see. I don't know about this black uh, history. It, it was a black fable where he was like he oh, was like the human label. lumberjack. Oh. Uh, let me see. I might have said his name wrong. So before your wife, did you have any serious relationships? Uh, yeah. I my serious relationship before uh I had my wife and like the the relationship before. 
probably hates my fucking guts and I totally understand why <laughs> and get it. Because like her whole thing when uh when we were dating was like she was like, I'm getting older, I wanna get mm-hmm. married and have kids. And I was like, No, I'm I'm on my grind out here. Oh no. I'm on my grind out here. And then you and broke just, up with her, got married and had a kid. Yeah. But it wow. it, 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 it wasn't it wasn't on purpose and it wasn't <laughs> it, wow. Yeah, it was not on purpose and it was it but it, look, I know how it looks. But you know, <laughs> Yeah, it was. I don't mean you know we had other problems, but mm-hmm. like that. But I'm like the optics on this. Like I understand. I. But w- I feel like that happens when a woman is like ultimatum. I need to get married. I need to have kids. And the guy's like, nah. The next person he <laughs> dates, he will get married and have kids. Because <laughs> it's not just you. I have heard that so many times. Yeah. It's wild. Um, it's like a unintentional curse. I guess so. It's the curse of love. <laughs> did you ever online date? Five years is oh a yeah, lot. oh, oh so yeah. So did. I was a okay cupid fiend. And here's oh. the thing: I'm I'm real I'm real good at like you know really having all my work come in late. For example, mm-hmm. before comedy sports at track meets, there are all these cute, thick, mm-hmm. super thick. I love me a thick shot putting woman would have been all over I would have been all over high school Nicole no you yeah, wouldn't no, she I was promise not you. cute I promise you I had a relaxer and you better believe my hair stuck out like a TV <laughs> my hair was not meant to be straight <laughs> and I was pimply and you better believe that I never found a push up bra oh. so I had two little lumps on my chest <laughs> like the smallest little uniboob at all times <laughs> I, you better believe my tracks was coming out of my head because oh, I couldn't figure out how to glue them down right. I was a mess. But okay. But yeah, I was I was on the hunt. I was always after these shot put girls because they were just <laughs> my. So I was, you know, but I was, I never came on strong. Look, mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was, look, I always respected a woman's agency. Okay, I never good. pushed up on them, you know, good. I never, it, it, res, it resulted in a time where the zeitgeist was to be a pushy male. Mm-hmm. It resulted in a lot of L's for me. But now okay. I'm like, who gets the last laugh? Uh, you, because you have a wife and a baby. Uh, but basically, yeah, I, I would always like be like, hey, how's it going? You know, just like, what's up? You cute jokes. And then after, like, literally the next meet, after I choose to do comedy sports, all my track mm-hmm. buddies was like, hey, Iffy, all these shot put girls have been asking for you. And I was mm. like, of course, of course now, when I'm done, that part of my life is over. That's so funny. So let's smash also, cut to okay, Cupid. You, I guess, went to a school where the shot put girls were cute because <laughs> I, in Jersey, a lot of them look like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> a lot of them were big, no necks, bodies, like a poop emoji bodies. <laughs> A poop that was emoji kind of like body. my body in high school. Yeah, tiny up top, big at the bottom. <laughs> I guess I'm still a poop emoji. Hey, okay. So, did you ever hook up with any theater girls? Uh no. Oh, wait, no I... Let's go back to OK Cupid. Sorry. Yeah. So, what was your OK Cupid experience like? Oh man, it was just L's after L's. You know, I I think I've met, I think one or two people there was one person who was like let's get high and watch the big lebowski and i was like oh this is definitely a fuck text this was let's a white go. woman oh yeah and <laughs> but definitely nothing past that i don't know okay. what happened we never made it laugh like lots like all my all my okay cubes were weird strikeouts like there was one like older woman who like i was hitting it off with trying to like lay and then she was in mm-hmm. oregon and i was like why are you oh weird yeah. yeah and it was just always like something like that and then uh when me and aurora started dating i forgot to disable my okay cupid uh-huh. and a nice thick queen hit me up oh, and was like man. hey and i was like oh you're gorgeous but i just started a oh, no. new relationship i'm so sorry and i was like of course all that that's that's what happens. What kind of intro lines would pique your interest? Like just a hello, uh, how's your day going? What do you like? Your question infers that people are hitting me up. Oh uh, no, they're not hitting <laughs> yeah, you no, up. Yeah, it's, no, it's it it is usually me and I try to, you know, I try and be, you know, I when I'm on a dating site, I try and come with the energy of like, hey, I'm a fun mm-hmm. guy and I'm not a murderer. Like ah, that's that's what that's so I'm nice. like, hey, how's it going? You know, because <laughs> uh, I because, you know, I remember I 
pressured my sister so much to get an okay cupid i was like this is you know how you'll find dudes and mm-hmm. and um and like when she showed me her messages that she was getting i was like i apologize <laughs> i'm sad I, I men do not believe the shit that other men say to women <laughs> they constantly dudes are like wait no he couldn't have possibly said that and i'm like yeah, yeah, right here. He well, it, said it. It's, it's I had so one insane. guy message me. I think he was just confused. He was like, did we fuck behind a, a Wendy's last week? And I was like, what? You don't remember that person? <laughs> How many Wendy's are you fucking behind? Wow. And I said, no, we did not fuck behind a Wendy's last week. And then he was like, was it a Burger King? And I was like, we have never met and he was like oh okay well do you want to and i was like absolutely not it's just like if you're gonna fuck me behind a restaurant it's gotta at least be a shake shack it's a no it's gotta be like a mastro's we gotta get a <laughs> fucking steak before you fuck me behind a restaurant that, what's crazy is that he said multiple restaurants yes. as if that's his move as he's, he's like the fast food fucking bandit yeah. can you look at my hinge profile and yeah. tell me what you think of oh, it oh yeah of course Okay. I've been on Hinge Ooh, lately. This so. is a good first pick. I love the okay, hair. Thank you. Looking gorgeous. Tell them what you see. Okay, so she she's doing the 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 G squat in front of mm-hmm. a a pink Barbie Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh childhood crush, Captain Picard from Star Trek. Loved uh, that bald headed babe. <laughs> and then we got you with the biggest dildo. Uh mm-hmm. and and yeah. Classic um, picture. Another cute pick different hair too so you're letting people know it's all what about is, can you variety describe, describe that picture i don't know which one it it's is. like curly hair you're in front of a pow uh oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. yeah and then you have a a shirt with teeth that are like nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and it almost looks like you're gonna feed the dildo to the shirt yes that's the joke a monster shirt and a monster dildo and ah, he's hungry for it see i see because i'm a professional comedian a professional I, comedian I understands it. So so then we have your about me. You got your age, your height, where you at. Yes, you drink. Yes, you smoke cigs. Yes, you smoke uh, marijuana. And yes, to some pills. <laughs> and then, well, I take ADHD medication, oh, yeah. and I won't turn down Molly. Oh yeah, and then you have like the liberal sign, letting people know, like, don't yeah, come mean, with that shit, which was it. probably great for uh, the being out in Missouri. And then we got you in a jumpsuit. Throwing throwing that ass back, mm-hmm. uh, which is know. good. Let I, know I it's love a big good and it's a, powerful. Exactly that. That's all the information I need. And then a beach pick. You got it. Is like the perfect spectrum of like every pick you need on a dating site. You Thank let people know you. you're fun. Let people know. Look, I got that ass, and this is me in a bikini. Thank you. And then uh, what I wanted to be when I grew up: a bus driver or mechanic. Which yes, is nice. I love cars, and I'd be the best bus driver. Then it's you hugging the most gorgeous dog, which is a pup tax for the internet. She's a monster. Uh, Facts about me that surprises people. I don't know the lyrics to any full song. Like maybe a chorus, but not a full song start to finish. Don't. Nice fun fact. Got you laying with your leg up, letting people know you're flexible. You know, (laughs) that's uh, look, that's letting you know you can slide right in. I mean, like that's hey, different people have different flexibility. This is a great profile. I like it. Thank you. Definitely would get a swipe from me that would probably go unanswered. Thank you. Yeah. Um, no, I'd answer you if I think you're adorable. Well, I feel like, I don't know what it was, but whenever I was on any dating site, I even had like, I was a, able to be on Tinder before I uh, met Aurora and like none of those sites, something about me putting words down about myself mm-hmm. never worked. I did get put on like a Tinder Tumblr of oh. like, because I had a picture of me holding two pizzas and it was like, I'd go out on a date with him and I was like, okay, then why didn't you swipe? Because <laughs> you, cause your boys was it getting no swipes. It seems as if you have like animosity well, <laughs> towards the people who wouldn't date you before you got a wife, but you have a wife. Yeah, I know. that's I, And I'm happy about that. But also, I'm a Pisces and if you're in astrology, I'm you know. I'm not. What does that mean? Um, that, that means That's the fish side, I, right? I crave affection at all times ah. and multiple partners. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. 
<gasps> look, look, I, your boy out here being mad. Vulnerable. You ever have an orgy? No, which which was crazy because Aurora told me uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, I've been in a like she's been in an open relationship before, mm-hmm. and she's like been in a threesome." And I was like, "And you'd never want to do that?" She was like, "No, I don't want to share you." I was like, "Why you got to be stingy with me though?" You know. Oh, you gotta... Cause she wants all that chocolate to <laughs> herself. She said, mm, "I got a Hershey bar, and I want it for me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that so I live vicariously through my multiple thirst traps and just being, okay. uh, I, you know, as but you know, I mean, I've always been a slut, like you know. So do you get like, hit on at the gym? Uh, no, because I feel like. The gym is such a macho culture that the expectation is for me to make the first move, which is oh, perfect. Because then fair. I then I get to get all the affection and not have to uh, be like, no, nah, I'm sorry, I got a wife. I got hit on once at the gym, and not actually, no, I was not hit on. Mm-hmm. A, I was like bending over, like placing a mat on the floor, and this man was on the phone, and he went, "My view just got better." <laughs> And I turned around. I was like, are you talking to me? And he went, you heard that? And I was like, you said it out loud. Yeah, oh my gosh. We are two feet from each other. That's one of those like corny ass cornball, (laughs) like when motherfuckers would text like, I really like Sasha. Oops, I sent it to the wrong. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, you fucking knew this was Sasha. You got no friends named Sasha. Dude, I I fucking... (laughs) I I remember I did that and that shit never works. It never in the history. Because one... Everyone sees through it, and then it makes it even worse. I was like, damn, yes. you couldn't even be straight up. You had to do this cornball-ass ruse. Yes. And he wasn't even cute, and he wasn't oh. even working out. He was wearing jeans and like <laughs> like dress shoes. I was like, what are you doing here? What, oh. sir, you are know, you doing here? Getting a little club pre-pump, getting the pump in. People at the gym also like to, to tell me that I'm doing a good job. <laughs> and I just, this is a PSA. If you ever see a fat person at the gym moving their body, they know they're doing a good job. Yeah, please. I, that's so cool. It, it's the, so rude. Also, uh, it makes me not want to ever come back because now I know that everyone's staring at me. Well, also, like, as a real, like, fit nerd and a gym nerd, like, the people who have the most to say are the people with the wackest bods. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to be on here body shaming, but if body you're already. Shame, do it. But, if, shame you're, those but if, you're, if you're using, like, your presence at the gym as a fuel to your ego to make you think that you can like no you're not like every time I'm like and like I do I'm a petty ass nigga like that's just mm-hmm. what I do so like whenever petty. someone's doing too much I'll like one time someone was deadlifting like I think about like offer like 315 pounds mm-hmm. which is like three plates and making the most noise the most <laughs> theatric so I went next to him and deadlifted 500 pounds silently and, <laughs> and he walked and, and he was quiet from there it's like stop I love a man in the weight room. I don't care how much weight is on the the bar, but I love a man just going, "Ah! (laughs) Ah! it's my favorite fucking thing because then I'll make noise with them. Yeah. I'll have like a five pound weight. I'll be like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm crazy. If he, I ask all, my guests, this. Would you date me? Of course. <gasps> I think about that all the time. Where it's like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we'd be a dope power couple too. I, I've I've thought about this a lot. Where it's like, man, if if I was single, who would be like my UCB power uh-huh. couple? And I think it'd be us. We're both like loud and black as fuck. So yes. like people would see us coming from a mile away. Unless it was nighttime. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then people were like, where's all that noise? The ghosts are back again. The ghosts. Yo, oh my gosh. So, you know, I'm at BuzzFeed now. And for some reason, there's a huge fucking TV behind my desk that is just playing ghost shows uh, like nonstop. And it's like, man, like the fact that this like it makes me mad when when motherfuckers pass on my show. It's like you you bought this ghost show and no one's buying my show. It is funny to see things on television and go, this is the best they could do. <laughs> My favorite is a bad movie where like a scene is awful and you're like, that's the best take. Yeah. <laughs> There's one movie where, oh, I don't want to, whatever. So there was this movie I was watching where the character was supposed to be like crying yeah. and he couldn't cry. So he was blinking and scrunching his face <laughs> up. And I was like, so like not even a makeup girl helped him with those yeah. tears. You could do fake tears. Yeah, one, it- two. I was like, 
that's the best he did. And I was watching this other movie where the person stumbled through their monologue no and it way. wasn't a choice. It no was very way. much like he doesn't know his lines and I fucking know it. Yeah. All right, Iffy, we've come to the end of the episode. So if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, please like it, subscribe, give me a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you consume your content. And if you say something nasty, I will read it. So Aberneath said... Nicole is so funny. Thank you. I want to fill her puss up with apples, dunk my head right in, and go apple bobbing. (laughs) (laughs) I very much love that. Oh, man. Um, And then there is Pola Sloth. Nicole, love this show almost as much as I'd love to tag team that blue, that giant blue dildo until it creams Smurfs all over your beautiful chocolate body. <laughs> Insert Jamaican air noise here. So I'll do that for you. Grandpani, big old dildo as it squats the, the Smurfs. Ify, you're Nigerian. Can you refrain? <laughs> I'm kidding. Ify, do you have... I, I was trying to, like, shift into a Nigerian accent. Can, and can you do it. one? Oh, of course I can do a Nigerian accent. I've been mocking my father for much too long. So have we will you... get the big dealer and we will, we will jerk it off have until the Smurfs. Have you seen that movie Concussion? Oh, my gosh. With I... Will Smith? How is his accent? Bad! Ah! It's bad. Like... It's funny because I feel like a lot of people think that, like, you can just do mm-hmm. ah, African accent and it fits any hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, not true. Every night, every African accent has a specific dialect, uh-huh. especially like, like Senegalese. Spanish. Yeah, like Senegalese, like, since they speak French over there, it's a very Frenchy uh-huh. sounding accent. Uh, Nigeria, it's very rough, uh, you know, and, and that's why what was so cool and interesting about like the Black Panther African accent yes. is very whispery and like, so. When you do the African, when you do the Wakandan accent, you like you really do have to like whisper it out, whisper. and 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 that fact alone is like, oh, you put some thought into making mm-hmm. it different because you understand that not all Africans sound the same. Nice. But because of that, when you have someone like Will Smith who's probably done like a goofy African accent, you're like, oh, you're good at this accent, nail this. Uh-huh. And you have you know, it's and you have like white casting directors mm-hmm. co-signing. I mean, he's Will Smith, so it's like I'm a he is put, great. I I'm gonna put Will him. Smith in a movie. Fuck the accent. Mm-hmm. So fair. Did you think it was weird in The Lion King that nobody had an African accent? Yeah, you know, but you know, knowing what those castings probably were, <laughs> probably for the best. And the live action one, I doubt they'll have Af- African accents either. I feel like Donald Glover's artsy ass is going to try something out. Like I he's hope like, Beyonce tries it. I'm going to do like a, like, I'm going to do an African accent, but like, what would be a lion's African accent? Mm. You know, because it's got like a raw Slight to roars it. to it. Yeah. And she went to California. That's a good impression. Yeah. That uh, was my, that was a bop to me. I love that that's song. Good. It's a good, that whole album is oh, great. Yeah. But let's see, what would uh, Beyonce's African accent? I, <laughs> I am Nala, and you better believe, I don't know, I can't. That was pretty good. I was, I, like, is I felt this, it. I felt... Is this a good African accent, or is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? I'll let the listeners decide. Okay, if you're in Africa, please let me know <laughs> if that accent was good. You can email me at baconcansave at gmail.com. If you do you have anything you want to promote before we get oh, out yeah, of here? Oh, yeah, definitely listen to my podcast, Candy Dinner, yes. uh, which drops every Monday. Monday. Nerdificent drops Tuesdays. Catch me on Ify Wadiwe, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely on uh, Instagram. I'm really trying to get those Instagram followers yes, up because, yes. you know, I definitely need these flat tummy tea sales. Yes. Uh, <laughs> flat tummy tea approached me and I was like, I'm bad for business. <laughs> Your product is called flat tummy tea and you want a round tummy bitch to say mm-hmm. it works for me yeah i don't think so my friends yeah so so definitely also, they offered a hundred dollars for a post and i was like oh bitch, no that's trash well, that's not that's well, trash that's but rude. i will take it flat tummy tea if you're listening now hit your boy up if you wadi way i-f-y-n-w-a-d-i-w-e trust me uh look i got the thirst traps coming through hmm. uh if you like that also sometimes funny posts and if you like cute kids my daughter makes appearances every now and then 
good. Also, he's in an improv group, White Women. Yeah, they yeah. have really fun guests. Uh, Eric Andre's done yeah, the show. Yeah. I've done the show. Yeah. Um, Sashir Zamed has done the show. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Glad we got both of y'all uh, to do it. Has, uh, what's his name, done it from SNL? Uh, Chris Red? No. Uh, Old. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows has done it. Yeah, Tim Meadows has so, done like, it. So like, they have dope fucking guests. It's a really fucking fun show. Yeah, please come it's out every month at UCB Sunset. Yeah, yeah, every second Friday. It's coming up. When does this one episode drop? Girl, I don't know. Super producer Marissa, do you have any clue? Uh, it's gonna be Monday. Okay, well, you missed this but one. What is it? But catch third, the next third Friday. The second Friday. Second Friday of every fucking month. Go. A Team Coco production. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.